You are now listening to a Suffolk Free Radio podcast. The views and opinions on After Dinner Coffee are the views and opinions of the show personalities only and do not reflect those of Suffolk University. Hello and welcome to this episode of After Dinner Coffee. This is Shannon and with us today is my two roommates, Allie and Lily. They're both grad students here in Boston. Lily is a law student at Northeastern and Allie is an optometry student at New England College of Optometry. And today we'll be talking all about our 20s, what we expected, what it's like living in Boston in your 20s, and some advice that we have. So welcome everyone. Thank you. Hello. Very excited. All right. So I first wanted to just ask you guys, why is this topic one of interest to you? I guess the whole thing about life when you finish college and like at the end of college, going into your 20s, so much changes. So I guess no one really talks about it like straight outright like that. So it is like something that everyone goes through. So it's a good thing to talk about. Yeah, I like talking to people who are similar in age to me about their experiences and what is similar with mine or different. Um, So that's really interesting to me. Yeah, and I wanted you guys both to come on because just a few years older than me, so I can learn kind of what to do and some advice to guide me as I graduate and try to figure out what to do next. Maybe what not to do. Yeah, <laughs> I think I can, I can learn that the most from Allie, who's actually my sister, if you guys don't know. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Just so they don't think I'm copping out you for no reason. <laughs> All right. So you guys are both in pretty interesting and pretty intense grad schools. So how did you guys figure out what you wanted to do? Like which program to do, what school to go to, all of that? I guess when I was in my undergrad, I went to University of New Hampshire, so did Lily. Um, But I knew I wanted to go into medical field and I didn't really know what for a while. And I put a lot of pressure on myself right at the beginning of school to kind of figure that out and like oh I have to know what's next I have to know what my goals are I have to be so ahead of the game I like I should know this by now and that really wasn't necessary or essential and looking back on it I wish I maybe took more time to decide because I kind of committed myself really early on in my undergrad to something that is like it's so intensely hard and Mm -hmm. I mean I love what I'm doing and I'm glad that I did end up picking something I like but I decided it so quickly Um, But, yeah, I ended up deciding optometry school was for me because I just love medicine, but I didn't want it in the way where, like, you're around so many sick people and stuff like that. And um, I ended up finding optometry because I like neuroscience and stuff like that. And it's kind of bringing all together neuroscience and the medical field and systemic health all into one. Because of, like, perception? Is that kind of the connector between, like, neuroscience and optometry? Yeah, so actually, like, that is um, a really good point that people don't often, like, think about. But the eyes are the only place, like, that you can see a nerve, like, a live nerve in action without, like, cutting someone open. So, yeah, you can look through the pupil and see, like, a part, the brain's an extension of... Yeah, exactly. And the brain's an extension or the eye is an extension of the brain, so you get to see, like, part of the brain really working, and that's mm-hmm. what I love about it, but, yeah, I ended up going to optometry school, and it's super awesome, but it is so hard. Like, I did not <laughs> know it was going to be this hard. 
but I love it. I mean, Lily School is so hard, too. It's, like, a different type of hard, though. Um, I feel like, for me, I kind of just fell into law school. Um, in undergrad, I was a psychology major, and I, I graduated in three years, so I spent all three years loving psychology and, you know, thinking I wanted to be, like, a mental health counselor or a psychologist and go get my Ph.D., <clears throat> And then I got to my last semester and I did an internship in a psychology-related field and it just totally wasn't what I was expecting. And I kind of switched my focus towards when I was graduating to law. I had taken a bunch of law classes um, and I had a law minor. So I kind of liked it, um, but I had always been told that it's studying law is different than practicing law. So when I graduated, I wanted to get a legal job, so I ended up becoming a paralegal for two years, and I was working in litigation, and it, it really made me see that I like the law and I like practicing it as much as I liked studying it. Um, so mm-hmm. then I, I took my LSATs and I applied to school, and I ended up in Northeastern, and I'm very happy with my career path. Um, it's it's definitely very hard and very stressful, but I think it suits me very well. Yeah, and it's so true that like psychology and law are so much more connected than I think mm-hmm. people like realize. And I know a lot of people who are in psych now because I'm at Suffolk. Suffolk is like known for law, so that are just pre-law and they're studying psychology. And it's just like the social justice aspect is kind of in both of them, and it's just law is a lot more difficult <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot more like things to memorize and laws to know but yeah and knowing how like the human brain thinks is like a really yeah. good power for a lawyer it's a really good background for law school yeah yeah mm-hmm. for like or even like criminal profiling mm-hmm. is something that's so interesting to me and that's like you need psych for that and then you also need to know the law for that it's like super cool um i also want to know does what you're doing now align with what you thought you might be when you grow up when you were a kid? Like, or any kind of relation to what you wanted to do when you were a kid? For me, not at all. <laughs> when I was um, younger, I saw like three career paths. I was like, you can be a hairdresser, a teacher, or a doctor. <laughs> and I was like, I want to be a hairdresser. And I don't know why, but I, you said that too, that you wanted to be a hairdresser, Shannon. I wanted to be a hairdresser for so long. <laughs> our favorite person ever was our hairdresser, Megan. So we like just wanted to be her when we grew up. <laughs> I think. And I wanted to be like a gymnastics teacher. And like, I just wanted to like do like fun kid things that it looks like what the grown-ups were doing in these jobs were like fun so I wanted to do that but for me like I just I guess I didn't fall anywhere near what I wanted to do when I was little yeah it's totally same for me I thought I wanted to be a teacher um for so long a teacher or a doctor I'm glad I didn't go down those paths (laughs) yeah Um, but like nobody in my family was a lawyer so I really didn't even know what a lawyer was until I got to college or like high school Mm -hmm. but yeah I feel like I mean I wanted to be a hairdresser for a while I also wanted to be a business owner I don't know why when I was like super young I like knew what that was or like I started like planning out 
the smoothie business that I wanted when I was like really young. Oh yeah, you guys like had this whole thing <laughs> we had, like, with a all the flavors. At, like age eight, and I think that's funny because I still I still would like to do like something like entrepreneurial with psychology, like have my own practice and maybe like a little holistic like health shop that goes along with it. But yeah, definitely not like exactly aligned with it. But there's there's some like things that you carry with you, I think. Like mm-hmm. fascinations that you carry with you. Yeah. Like I always knew that I wanted to work a lot with people in my everyday career. So I guess that is something that I will have like in my career when I am an optometrist, I'll be seeing patients all day and that's all I, all I want. And I'm super happy that I chose that. But as like a kid, I always knew I wanted to be around a lot of people. And there was a little bout of time in my undergrad that I thought I wanted to go into like lab science. And I actually like declared my major in that. And then I worked in a lab and I was like, I can't be here. (laughs) I need to be around much more people than this. Um, And I need to like, you know, be walking around constantly and doing stuff. So yeah, I guess that from when what I wanted to do when I was little actually did stick around. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like with my fascination with people or the way things worked like I would ask like literally like philosophy questions like but also but like kid version philosophy like why do we have blood like what's beyond the sky like the weirdest like things and my dad was like what are you talking about but also like of course I want to be in science now like it makes a lot of sense to me that I like the way like the intersection between like science and philosophy which I think is psychology so mm-hmm. I don't know it's it's funny <laughs> you're right it was kind of like that when we were little you yeah. were a questioner <laughs> yeah. it's a very very weird question it's a little philosopher <laughs> um but okay also what is your advice for someone who is a soon-to-be graduate or maybe someone who's in undergrad maybe like junior year just trying to figure out priorities and what they want to do after school? I guess um, a big piece of advice that I have is like go back to what you really value and what you like because if you're going to go start a a career you want to make sure that you're not just taking the first offer you're given like actually look around for something that is going to be interesting to you because um, Lily and I we're like 24, 25, and we have multiple friends that really, really hate what they're doing. And it's maybe it's, it would be better to like wait around a little bit for a perfect opportunity for you rather than to just like run into the first job that you get. Cause you really want to make sure that you're going to start your career doing something that you're actually passionate about and take a, an odd job, I guess. Like try something a little bit out there. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like nowadays, especially, there's so much pressure for undergrads, like as soon as you graduate, to go get a job, start working, and make some money so you can like move out. Um, But kind of bouncing off what Allie said, like take your time to find the perfect job. And, you know, even if you're not in your number one career or your job's not perfect, like you're so young in your 20s, you have time to kind of kind of waste honestly like 
you can find a new job. You're not in the career for the rest of your life. Like, if you're not happy in your job, just find somewhere else that's going to make you more happy. Like, you said it earlier, but the money is going to follow you. Don't be so focused on just earning money. Like, you want to be happy in your job. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I didn't graduate yet, but I also, like, already see that. I've had so many different jobs that are like either in psychology or related to psychology that were pretty different. Like I've been in a school, a hospital, small business. Um, and I, I know for a fact I will never work in an emergency room again because it was like <laughs> so stressful, but I'm so glad that I did it because I have so many stories and I have like, I know that I can't handle that much pressure for like the rest of my life. So yeah, yeah, it's good to like just try, try new things. Yeah. Try some things out. And don't feel like you're settling forever when you find somewhere that you are liking. Just go with it. Also, like, I was always told by my mom, like, take every single opportunity that's given to you. And, like, yes, you want to do that to a degree, but you don't want to burn yourself out by trying to do everything all at once. So, like, mm-hmm. take opportunities, for like, to better your career, but don't, like, overwhelm yourself just to, to get these opportunities. Yeah. yeah, it's a different job market too. Like mm-hmm. people need employees right now. So the ball's kind of in like our courts mm-hmm. finding a job. There's a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you know so many people who come out of school and they're like, this is what I want to do. And then I guess like we also have stories of people that we know that are older, like our, like my mom, for example, she came out of you know, college with this degree to be an engineer. And then she ended up helping people with computer stuff and she ended up liking it and she ended up going down that route. And now she like works at an IT place and she like is a manager there and she loves it. So like, don't be afraid to stray away from something that you always thought you wanted for something that fits you a little better, I guess. Yeah. And similarly, like, don't be overwhelmed if you graduate and you have still no idea what you want to do like there's plenty of jobs like you can try as many as you want until you find one that you really like that's actually yeah I'm glad you made that distinction because I think that like people think oh I need to know before I graduate and it's like no you still have a little bit of time to like try a few different things you don't need to like Mm -hmm. decide what you want for the rest of your life when you're like at the ripe age of like 23 (laughs) or 22 yeah like it's not I was 20 it's not that deep Oh yeah, you were so Why? young when you graduated. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I guess probably 21, 22 is like more normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's everyone puts so much pressure on themselves to just know what to do right away and that's like not essential. Like just I I did that and I that's one of the things I look back on and I'm like you know, I wish that I had considered like I have so many options. Like I wish I had opened my mind a little bit more but I do really love what I'm doing and I'm not I'm not saying that I don't I'm just saying that you know if you're gonna go into a career that like you're gonna have to work so hard for like optometry school every day I'm sitting there studying I've been doing it for three years now I I wish that I had you know considered some other options I look around and I'm like oh there's so many jobs I would have liked I didn't need to do this I mean I'm going to be happy with what I do and I still love it but maybe this is just because I have boards in under a month. I'm just so stressed out right now that, like, 
don't know. Yeah. Just just look around, see if there what the options are. I feel like in addition to that, like especially in psychology specifically, like there's a lot of pressure to be like, just go get your PhD mm-hmm. because it's gonna give you more benefits. Yeah. Where I don't think there's any problem with either taking a break or getting your master's and then maybe eventually getting your PhD. Like I feel like you're gonna be a lot more settled and like less stressed and it might end up like turning out better even if you don't have a PhD until you're like a lot older than you expected it I don't know I feel like that might still be worth it I feel like in general as like a young person when I was like in my teens I always had this plan for my my life like I'm gonna you know go get this job I love I'm gonna get married by this age I'm gonna have a kid by this age I like had this plan in my mind and like now with the way that my life has gone I'm like I was nuts for that like I thought I wanted like so much more at this age and I'm so happy with like what I do have and I don't want to rush anything like that so I guess we have these like time frames in our head when we're young and we just like devote ourselves to that and like for me I ended up going the school route so like of course that didn't happen um but just slow it down. Like, you have so much time. You're 20. Yeah, I feel that. I remember, like, graduating college and feeling so rushed to, like, go find a job and make money so I can move out and then go to law school and, like, rush through it so I can make more money. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just trying to, like, take a step back, like, chill out. You mm-hmm. know, I'm going to get there eventually. It doesn't have to be today. Like, today in a in a month from now, in a year from now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw this TikTok where it was, like, people freaking out because they were, like, 25 or 27, and they're, like, I don't know why I'm freaking out. I'm only, like, a five-year-old adult. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, like, you kind of become an adult at, like, 20-ish, let's say, and then it's, like, that's so true. Like, you just started <laughs> adulting. Mm-hmm. You can you can take a breath and treat yourself like you're still learning, you're still growing, you're still supported. Like, you don't have to, like, <laughs> have everything together. Yeah, you can text your mom and ask her if the chicken is still good that you cooked. <laughs> how many, Hey, mom, how many days can I keep this in the fridge? I literally text her that. I called like, mom today to ask how many servings that chicken would make. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... You're allowed to. You're a fresh-born adult. So, like, stop asking, acting like you have everything figured out. You don't. You're not supposed to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's actually, yeah, that's a good segue into talking about what are some things that you've seen have changed in your 20s? And we can go, like, we have a few categories for this, so we can go, like, talking about, let's start with, like, relationships, whether it's, like, friendship, romantic, even, like, um, familial. <laughs> I don't know if that's what yeah. yeah. Um, any of that. I feel like when you're in your 20s, you, and you're single, or you're gonna start a relationship, it goes one of two ways. You either are like, okay, I don't want any commitment, like, I want to just, like, casually date, or you're like, this is my time to find someone that's important to me, and I want to you know date someone and I feel like when that when you're in that scenario you actually like end up having much higher standards for someone you're gonna date and you like um actually kind of care more that you get along well and like that your values match up whereas when you're dating in your teens you kind of like 
you meet this person and you fall in this drama love story and you're like everything changes and you're like in you're like star-crossed lovers and you're it's all dreamy and it's just so different when you actually mature enough to like be in a grown-up relationship Mm -hmm. I feel like I had like my my first relationship I was like wow like this is love like it was just crazy like life was entirely changed when I started a relationship when I was in my like young teens versus like in your 20s yeah I would agree with that and I think I'm also a lot more picky like you kind of said like I'm not just gonna be like yeah to anyone who asks me out like I don't it's like I don't Mm -hmm. care enough like I would rather just be happy and single than in a relationship that I didn't want to be in even if it was Mm -hmm. just like a date or two I'd be like no and it's easier to like kind of tell what type of people you'd want to be around even with friends too um, and I'm also more willing to, like, work on things instead of yeah. just, like, giving up on something and just, like, ending a relationship or, um, like, getting in a big fight with your friends. It's, like, more, no, let's talk about this. Let's, like, work through it type of, yeah, type of relationship. Yeah, like, the maturity that you have, um, like, you've, that you've grown kind of mirrors into, like, your relationships with like significant others and friends like you're gonna work through something like you're not gonna it's not gonna be this big dramatic blowout with your friend or like with your significant other like you kind of like go through arguments and go through stuff like that and Mm -hmm. it's it's much more it's less drama altogether everything was so drama (laughs) in like middle high school like it just Mm -hmm. and it's like also just part of how your brain works at that point like yeah it just seems more like black and white all or nothing like extremities and then you're like that's not true <laughs> like it's not it's not that deep <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like friendships change so much when you're in your 20s yeah I was gonna say that yeah I feel like friendships even just looking back on high school like you're with your friends almost every day like they're so accessible to you and once you, obviously, once you go to college, that changes. And then once you graduate from college and, like, you all start to get real jobs or you're in grad school, it's mm-hmm. so different. Like, nobody is just easily accessible anymore. They're all busy. So you really have to just be okay with not seeing your friends for a long time. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like that has, like, narrowed down some of my best friends, though, because we can go so long without, like, seeing each other or even, like, talking to each other. And mm-hmm. we'll still have that same connection that we always had. Yeah, definitely. Our friend group, like, me and Lily have been in the same friend group since, like, I don't know, middle school. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Like, we've just been friends for so long. Um, and our friend group, like, we talk to each other, like, we'll have, like, a, a FaceTime, like, every three months or yeah. something, and it's ridiculous, but um, I just feel like we're all so busy right now, like, we're all, like, starting our life mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, some of us are working, like, nine to five, some of us are in school, some of us are just so busy all the time, so I don't know, when we talk, it's like we never spend any time apart. But all kind of all of our friendships are, are like that. Like, my friendships with, like, everyone that I've maintained a good friendship with, I feel like I'll go months without talking to them. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Can I come over? And then we hang out. 
Yeah, I'm starting to get that too, like probably the past few years while I've been in college. And I think at first I struggled with it, but then probably past three years I've been like uh, really grateful that it can be that way. Like I can still, my closest friends could be like states away yeah, mm-hmm. and we're still best friends. Even if we don't even call or text that often, it's just like there's this knowingness that you guys deeply like appreciate each other as humans. Yeah. And therefore, like, it makes the friendship even stronger than just, like, oh, this is my friend group, so we're all going to hang out, so they're my best friends, and you just see them all the time, and you didn't mm-hmm. actually put thought into picking them. They just kind of, like, came together that way. Yeah, they're just around you all the time and stuff. Yeah, and that's just how it like, is. Actually think about it, maintain it, and, like, I don't know, I really appreciate all my friends that I don't see super often. Mm-hmm. And when I do see them, I'm like, this is, this is great. And it feels so... Like, it feels like I just saw them the other day. Yeah. One thing that really happened once we um, all graduated and in the multiple years after, like, that um, I graduated college is a lot of my friends, like, moved out of state and they're, like, far away and we're on different time zones. And I, like, didn't think that was going to happen for some reason. I was like, no, everyone else wants to be here too and that's just not the truth um but yeah and I have maintained like all of my friendships that are my close friendships that have moved far away like it's just it I don't know I guess when they come home we see each other and it's fine but I also feel like I have a lot more people that are like not close friends like a lot more people that I will just Mm -hmm. like see and say hi to and like not need more Mm -hmm. from them like I think in high Mm -hmm. school even if we were just like school friends I would like want to like have a deeper relationship and now I'm like I'm fine just like hanging out with you in whatever class we have and like maybe every once in a while hanging out but it's like you don't need more because I don't know it's just like you just appreciate them for being there and you're busy and like I don't know how to phrase that correctly, but a lot more people that I just kind of appreciate, like, being around me. Yeah. I feel like that's a good and a bad thing, too, though, because if, because we're all from here, you know, and when we're around, like, other people that act the similar way, that they're not, like, necessarily seeking out new friendships, it's harder to make them, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, we all have so many friendships anyway that it's, like, it's okay, but, yeah, it is hard meeting new friends when you're in your 20s, like, it's it it's hard especially once you're out of school like I I can't imagine like moving to the city and not knowing anyone here really and that's gonna happen to me like pretty soon I'm gonna move and probably not know anyone where I live I also feel like kind of going off of that like there are people in my life who I know I won't be friends with and that's something that's different from when I was in like college or high school like mm-hmm. I always wanted to be friends with everybody be on like a good warm relationship with everyone and now I just kind of accept the fact that like I'm not gonna have a million friends like not everybody's gonna like me which is fine because I'm not gonna like everybody either mm-hmm. um yeah let's what about you that's a that? yeah I totally do like that's a huge thing that changed mm-hmm. once I left high school I feel like I stopped really caring if people I stopped, like, pleasing everyone so much, I guess. I started kind of valuing, like, me figuring out who I am and, like, kind of acting on that rather than, like, making sure that I act this way in front of this person because that's what they like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, 
I feel like the individuality kind of came out when I was in my 20s that I like really got a grasp on who I was and like what I actually valued yeah I think the reason why I was saying that like a good thing is because when I compare like Suffolk to URI when I was at URI it was like it was kind of like high school again but you didn't know anyone so it was like super clicky and people were like kind of cold in general like in my classes they weren't they weren't trying to just like it was either oh we're gonna be friends or we're not where I feel like at Suffolk like it's a commuter school and like almost everyone I see in my class I'm like they're a dope person and like we'll chat Mm -hmm. and we'll be like friendly and it's like I don't know, it feels like a friend even though it's not like a super close friend, mm-hmm. I guess is, yeah. Yeah. Why I think it's a good thing. Like you don't, everyone doesn't need to be your best friend. You can just have medium friends and see in class friends and yeah. there's all different types of friends. Exactly. I also feel like my relationship with my family members has definitely changed mm-hmm. since I was in high school. Like I feel like it's just typical in high school to like just want to do your own thing and like hang out with your friends and not really want anything to do with your family yeah it's like the, it's like the cool thing <laughs> yeah. to, to, to like not be family. hanging out yeah, with yeah. your family <laughs> yeah. but like now that I'm older and like kind of an adult I guess uh I like love my family I like always talk to my brother I call my mom like literally every single day I'll call my nana all the time like mm-hmm. I just I like hanging out with them as people like beyond my family members which is I don't know, it's kind of cool. I like hanging out with my family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you guys are sisters. You live together, so you must like each other. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that, too. I I feel like I needed the distance of college to really, like, show me how valuable my family was. And um, because I know, you know, you're like an angsty teen in, in high school, and then you go to college, and you kind of create this distance, and then you grow up. And then you're like, you're. I can value my family so much more now that I'm like, a full grown adult, and now I want to take my time to spend with them. Like I enjoy my family. Yeah, and it's you get to choose the time you want to be with them, which is nice mm-hmm. because like, if you're just living with them, it's like, oh, I'm seeing you all the time. It's mm-hmm. like nothing special. But now we like see them for like occasions or like even if we just want to like hang out. And yeah. it just seems a lot more like, oh, we w- we wanted to do this, and it's, like, enjoyable. Uh-huh. You you p- totally yeah. pick the time and plan it, and you're like, yeah. I want to be around you at this point and it's rather than to, always. Yeah, it's easier <laughs> to, like, understand your parents, too. Like, mm-hmm. when I was younger, I feel like what their rationale just didn't, like, even, like, make sense in my mind. But mm-hmm. now I can see, like certain reasons why they did certain things and like just understand them like more deeply as like actual humans like kind of like Lily was saying like as you like them as people not just as like the parents or the siblings yeah definitely I feel like when I was younger like when I was in high school my brother was so young to me at that point that I like we we had fun when we were hanging out, but, like, my brother's five years younger than me, five and a half. So, like, we weren't at all similar in age. So it was, like, it's strange now to see that he's a grown-up, and now we can, like, hang out and actually, like, be grown-ups together. Yeah. Because he's 20 now, so it's, like, 
Yeah, I like being right between you guys. Because mm-hmm. I'm just, like, a few years away from both of you. And I feel like I was friends, with, like, closer friends with Dylan in high school just because we, like, were two grades apart. So we yeah. went together for a while. And then, like, when you were away at college, we, like, did not speak. <laughs> Yeah. for like four years straight like and not for any reason just because you were like doing your own thing yeah I and didn't really speak to any of my family when I was in college I I don't know I just was around like my friends and stuff and it it's sad but yeah I, I feel like I needed a little break in mm-hmm. order to be like oh wait these people are really good do you guys have any other like mindsets or approaches to things that have changed for you? I feel like my well my like relationship with myself I feel like has definitely changed especially since I was in high school. I just like feel way more confident and mm-hmm. like okay with being alone like I don't always need to be with somebody else. I can do things on my own. Mm-hmm. Like we live on our own. We cook on our own. Mm-hmm. And you go and to the grocery yep. store by yourself. <laughs> you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, I feel like I have much more confidence than I did when I was in high school and, like, shy. I yeah. agree. I was really shy in high school. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, like, have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I like just putting things out there now mm-hmm. and, like, seeing the reaction. And I would never do that in high school. Yeah. Yeah, you're so worried about what everyone thinks about you all the time until you, like, grow up and you realize who you actually are. Yeah, it's like, I feel like in high school, all you want to perceive, be perceived as is, like, popular and attractive, which is really weird to think about now, where I'm like, I hope people perceive me as, like, interesting or smart or kind. And I'm like, I didn't care about that in high school. I tried to be a good person and, like, nice, but I didn't, like think like oh I hope this person thinks I'm like the kindest person (laughs) it's almost like being a good person was something that was so like wound into you by your parents like oh make sure that you're a good person but what you actually wanted was to feel like other people enjoy you Mm -hmm. and the being a good person you don't even think of as like people are gonna like you if you're a good person it didn't feel like that It felt like you have this burden that you have to be a good person all the time, but what you actually want is for people to like you, and they didn't feel interwound. Yeah. Like, once you kind of stop caring so much about what people think, like, you just really do what makes you happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, and I feel like I'm way happier now than Mm -hmm. I was ever in high school. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And just more confident, like, so seeing social media in high school, I feel like affected my brain, whereas mm-hmm. now I'm like, I can tell, like, oh, this is fake, or this is something that's going to, like, change my mindset for the worse, like, I shouldn't be looking at this mm-hmm. stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, especially just, like, as a as a girl, like, all the pictures of, like, highly edited women when you're a teenager, you're mm-hmm. like, this is kind of off topic, but you're just, like, thinking so much about, like, this is what I need to do to look like that, and now mm-hmm. I'm like this is who I am. This is what I look like. No one else looks like me. That's, that's what I got. Yeah. So here's me. Yeah. (laughs) Take it or leave it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, yes, take care of yourself, but like, I don't know. Don't try to look like. You have to love yourself before you can love other people too. For sure. Yeah, definitely. 
one other thing that I also feel like um, really changed for me is that I guess this is even more recently, but I'm not really, I don't have like FOMO as much. I guess like I pick what I want to do and I do it and I'm not like afraid that I'm going to miss a moment because I'm picking what's valuable to me. Um, And I guess that really kind of changed in the last year. So it's pretty recent, but I'm not afraid to like take a rain check on something or be like, oh, you know what, what I need today is this. And I shouldn't be going out to the bar and I'm not afraid that I'm missing something. So I guess that was something really big that changed for me recently. Yeah. I feel like we never really do anything. <laughs> Grandmas. Well, yeah, we're all like, me, I guess I'm like just busy all the time. I like every moment that I don't spend studying, I'm guilty about it. So maybe that's why I don't feel like I'm missing something because I know I have something really important that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. We have like limited free time too. So like if I'm going to spend my time with, other people are like do something specific I like have to really know that I want to do it <laughs> yes exactly and if it's going out I I don't really regret it because I know I'm gonna feel my hangover like <laughs> 10 times harder than I ever did in college or under <laughs> it was like I never really felt a hangover until I was like <laughs> out of college and then I was like oh my god, this sucks, this is so bad, I'm dying. (laughs) Yeah. I think I still get a little bit of FOMO, and I like to try to do, like, a decent amount of things, like, one or two, like, fun things a week or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. or, like, I don't know, I like to see people pretty often, but I think that, like, doing things like going out Mm -hmm. isn't as much of, like, a thing I want to do every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just want to do something and be social and see friends and, like, have fun. And it doesn't have to involve, like, partying. Sometimes it does, and sometimes I'm like, I don't feel like drinking or I don't feel like being somewhere that's super, like, loud and I'm going to be up so late and just, like, feel like shit the next day. Like, I just, I don't know. I agree that I, I, yeah. I value certain different things. That's, like, yeah. also a big thing, too. Like, I feel like if... I was in college, and somebody was drinking, or, like, a bunch of my friends were drinking, I was, like, obligated to drink, or I felt like I was. Now I'm, like, if I don't want to drink, I'm just not going to drink, and that's fine. Yep. All right, and then I have a final question. So, what has been a good thing about your 20s that you did not expect, or your favorite thing about your 20s so far? I'm totally going to steal Allie's idea. (laughs) (laughs) about living in the city uh I initially like moved here for convenience to just go to school at Northeastern and I didn't expect to love it as much as I do I feel like being in the city is so fun and hip and and young and like it's so accessible (laughs) for everything and then I like go home and I'm like oh I like actually have to drive somewhere like I don't like that uh but yeah no I love living in the city and I love Boston specifically not so much the weather right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I like the flexibility of, like, having independence, but still having people in a support system to back you up while you can take, like, little risks and mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I never thought I was going to be someone who enjoyed living in the city. I was like, 
it's stinky and loud and well those things are true but there's so much else you can gain from it and I didn't know that like I didn't know that I would love it Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I I can go home to my bed so quickly and so easily from anywhere that I could be I could go so many places and still be home like I, I can do so much in one day you can walk to four different places that you need to go and still be home in 45 minutes yeah it's just really awesome everything's just so close to you and within your own grasp and it's super awesome Mm -hmm. I love all the flexibility that we have here yeah me too all right well thank you guys so much for coming on this was really fun thank you for having us and thank you everyone out there for listening have a good night